Okay. All right. How you doing? I'm good. Cool. Good. It's just us today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like it. It's nice. Um, thank you for everybody, once again, who's uh, tuning in to the podcast. Um, I've been very humbled by a lot of the feedback that we've had. It's been great. Um, yeah. So thank you. Please keep the feedback coming. Um, it's good to it's good to get it. And as we uh, embark on this journey, uh, like fine tune stuff. So it's just me and Nana here today, mm-hmm. but we don't have Prosecco, but we do have Carver <laughs> we, and we do have gin. So I reckon it's good. Um, it's been a funny old week this week. Um, we, uh, was it last week when Akai got chicken pox? Yeah. Yeah. So Akai got chicken pox last week and then we were like, okay, cool. Not ideal, but whatever. And then thinking that Akaija would get it within days, mm. he didn't. Um, and then went back to school. And then I think what is that? he was back at school for like three days. Mm. And then he got it. And Jaja just being the, the jammy little so-and-so that he is, like in comparison to his brother, like his brother got it, like got it bad. And Jaja is just like, he just got some pimples. <laughs> Basically little... like a bit of a rash on his yeah, back. Yeah, so... So yeah, so we're dealing with chicken pox part two again, but at least it's not as, as traumatic as the first one. And um and cleaner gate. Cleaner gate's been interesting. Yes. Yeah, that's all on you guys. The the cleaner situation is a lot. And the, you know, we are lucky to have a cleaner yeah, yeah, yeah. that comes and, and helps us out in the house. But our cleaner isn't the best and I haven't been able to <laughs> manage the situation very well. <laughs> but now, you know what? I'm not going to put it all on you because Miss Gianfi has to take... Because she was yes. there cheerleading you into to doing that and I told you not to do it. So what I did... I, the Kalina that we currently have went away to Hungary for um, the summer holidays and she had her friend come and clean the house and her friend was brilliant sorted out our drawers, rearranged cupboards, like was just an absolute cleaning whiz. So she goes, the uh, you know, our cleaner comes back and I swear when she came back, she was even more lax than she was before she left. But <laughs> having the, the super cleaner really showed up what we really had. And so for the last few months, I've been trying to figure out a way to, you know, let her go. But have her friend and bad mind i i was chickening out until miss mm-hmm. gianfi said there's no loyalty <laughs> in cleaning <laughs> i just contact her friend so i did i thought maybe i was being soft so i contacted her friend sent a message saying like we really liked her work when she came to work and if she was interested in working for us again i didn't get a reply I did get a reply from my main cleaner, the original cleaner, <laughs> saying, you contacted my friend to clean, like, what's going on? So we had to sort that yeah, out. But you t- tell the sub story though. And then within the texts of the what's going on was my dad is really ill and he has, um, his legs have been amputated and he needs dentures so I really need this job. You're such a, you're such a cold-hearted person, man. You're so cold-hearted. 
She still has her job though, yeah. even though she threw but, away but, our plantain. But look, look, yeah, to, to be fair, I don't really have any love for her after after the plantain situation. But I did feel for her small, like knowing that your friend then has to come to the job to be yeah. like, this is how you have to clean. The compromise was that her friend comes to the next cleaning <laughs> round and shows her how to clean. Which happened, which was super awkward. And I'm just glad that I wasn't even in the house for all of that. Cause... I really did want to run and hide in my own house. But it was a lot better when she cleaned. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm not going to lie because I walked in and was like, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a different situation here. Well, you so, know, that, anyway, so hopefully. Although I am still looking, if anybody knows of a good <laughs> cleaner in East London, <laughs> we're open. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But you know the the thing that has been nice um, is the whole ten year challenge thing. Like just although that said, a lot of the people that I've seen really there's like no difference between ten yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's not it's, too it's much fashion. happens. It's not too fashion. much happens. I think to a black yeah. person between like thirty to sixty if you weather well. Yeah. Like you're gonna look pretty much the same and maybe your style's gonna change. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have just been posting and it's like I tell you who did post that I was just like actually you won who? is Mr. Jam from BBC One Extra. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. His, his, ten- his 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 turnaround was that amazing. was amazing. Like if you haven't seen that, go onto his Instagram page and have a look at that. Cause that was amazing. But um yeah I I jumped on it and you'll be glad to know that in ten years that I still haven't been able to grow a full moustache yeah which was quite depressing to be honest with you you haven't but i've got the beard like the the the, why are you looking the only thing is i really do think that your picture had a filter on it your your now picture it had a bit of a glaze which is cheating i'm just saying that that's what i got from it you're only saying that because the fassy forester came on the post talking about filters before it, when I looked at it, I was going to comment that no, you weren't. This has no, you a filter. Jumped, you jumped on the bandwagon, and then I saw he had got there before me. You jumped on the bandwagon. That's all it was. But I boasted one of us two as well. Did you? Did you I, see that? I, oh, did I? Yeah, I think so. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. I did. You know what? You know that that picture actually was really random because I had a guy that I went to school with, and I'm actually still like. Boy, this is this is really, really, really random. So a yeah. guy that I went to school with was in the year below me. We we're not we've never really been like brethrens, type brethrens or anything like that. We've like we never raved together or anything like that. But he messaged me and he was like as equally baffled as me. And he's like, I've just moved house, cleaning out my garage, and I found this picture. And it's one picture of my brother and his partner at the time, and it's a picture of me and Nana as well. And it was just like, I don't know how I've got these, but he had these pictures. So weird. Um, but yeah, and so that's what I used for the the. It's the challenge. fact that none of us have any recollection of, of even where taking this was. the picture, yeah. Wow. Right, yeah. yeah. So, But anyway, so I used that picture for our 10-year challenge. And to be honest with you, it was like, because it was, it was way more than 10 years ago. I would uh, think so. That was like, that was, that was maybe like within the first two, three years of our relationship. Yeah. And we're going to be 20 years next year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was it was a good over fifteen years. Yeah. So, but it, it you know it got me other, a, other than a bit of weight gain. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty similar. Pretty similar. Like, yeah. My 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 chin was quite chiselled. I was yeah. quite quite proud of that. But yeah, no. It's you know. But then also it like it got me 
reminiscing as well, thinking, rah, like we've we've done a lot. We've been through a lot since since that since was it two thousand back in Luton when I put the smack down on you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, since two thousand. Um it's just even when you were saying about the ten years actually, because it's quite poignant, I would think it probably was ten well, it's, this would be our ten years since our traditional. Yeah. And definitely wow. after our traditional wedding mm-hmm. was probably the talk that we had about trying for a baby. Yeah. So that is 10 years yeah. ago. You know, I was um, talking to a, a friend slash acquaintance and he was telling me, I mean, it probably wasn't really his business to be telling me, but he was telling me about another mutual person that we both know who had been trying for a baby um, and they had recently just got pregnant. And the story was so similar to, to, to our story. Yeah. But in him telling the story, I had forgotten how much I had just forgotten about. Yeah. Like in terms of what we went through. And so he was specifically talking about, what's that, the egg thing that, that we did when we went to the hospital? The, the, let's try and chart it. Okay. All so right, cool. that All right. it's it's more clearer than... Just, all right, yeah. all right, cool. So, back to what you were saying. After the traditional, that's when we started talking about having... Yes, a baby. A baby. Yes, being ready to have yeah. a baby. And that was nine years mm-hmm. into our relationship already. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a while. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I had in the back of my mind that there may be something. Mm-hmm. Had you thought about that? No, I thought my pull-out game was strong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... For no, I'm, all I'm, of those I'm being, years. I'm being or... honest. It's a naivety. It's a naivety. So I'm, I'm being totally honest. Like, I could lie and be like, no, no. No, like, my, my naivety was so much that I was just like, my pull-out game is on point. Like, I don't know how we haven't, like, had a happy accident yet. Yeah. Um, And then... But also, that period of time really signifies a lot of growing up that I had to do that I didn't even realize that I had to do. Cause it's like then when you're then having conversations about, um, yo, like fertility and stuff like that. And then actually analyzing the behavior that you've been doing over these years. And actually the numbers say that, yeah. you know, probability would be, we would have had right a pregnancy yeah. within that time. So Definitely. it was a lot of, it was a lot, a lot of growing yeah. up that I had to do. And even in us sharing this with people, there's probably loads of our friends that don't know anything yeah, no, <laughs> about yeah. what we went through to conceive so or, yeah, that's I, quite interesting. When it was happening, outside of you, the only other two people that I spoke to about it, and that's not even at length, yeah, was my mum and my brother. That was it. And, and they, they were not lengthy conversations. They mm. were not lengthy conversations. I think my my mum's advice was semolina, <laughs> and I think I can't remember what Jeff's advice was, but yeah, you know, yeah, it was just it's just not, and you know, I definitely back then, I don't, and I'm close with my friends, like my male friends, I'm close with my male friends, but this was something that I 100% did not feel comfortable talking to yes. any of them about, and I. Uh, very similar uh 
my mum, but it was lengthy conversations with my mum. And the online community. <laughs> so I have my TTC. You still friends with them? I'm still friends with them online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my TTC friends. Trying TTC to. is trying to conceive. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I spent most of my time online. That was... Yeah, they know so much you about spent me. A lot of time online. <laughs> I did, I did. They, yeah. but I think most people, well, women. I don't know if men really get involved in the forum aspect of it, but with women who are trying to conceive, I think they do end up on a forum in some way and will understand that it's easier to share with strangers mm. than your friends because there is an, a, a huge element of shame and people don't really talk about it when yeah. you're in it it's always afterwards although we are doing exactly, we're the, doing same exactly thing. the same thing yeah it's very hard when you're going through it to actually openly share this is you know it, yeah it's just such an emotional roller coaster it's really hard i think for me it's like i i always had trouble comprehending what was happening at the time because for my life you know like you just map out stuff and you just take it for granted. So I was just like, I am going to find a beautiful woman. I'm going to get married. We're going to have kids, buy a house out in suburbia, all of that, all of that. And then it was like, it almost felt like, yo, I'm actually failing at the first hurdle. Yeah. Because also you're just, especially where we were so young getting together, the emphasis for maybe our first six years was a bit like it, we may not make it anyway you're so young like you know it's just you're not really taken seriously yeah so yeah. then at the same time but there is that aspect of is it really serious like uh, we were serious with each other mm-hmm. but you're kind kind of going through the motion to grow up to yeah. <laughs> to yeah. get there to have kids mm-hmm. so there wasn't a focus on having children and we had meant to excel so it was a lot of partying and we we thoroughly loved that whole time and our freedom together so once we got to the point of okay let's try for a baby i really did think it would happen in like three months Mm -hmm. and once we got past three months what was the total period of time it was about three and a half years jeez it was a long three and a half years (laughs) (laughs) with a lot happening but yeah after three months it was like "Mm." the angst started and that's when I found baby and bump (laughs) 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 the forums and learned a lot yeah like that became like I remember becoming annoyed is probably like too strong of a word but like that was the beginning of me beginning to think this process is really frustrating because it was like, I'm, yeah. I, so, you know, generally me, I will, I'm the kind of guy that's like, oh, don't worry, it's going to be all right. We'll just keep at it. Da, 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 da. Whereas Nana is like very, no, like if there's a problem, you have to work out what the problem is and you have to fix it. Um, yeah. And I think probably I, it was a combination of having a happy go lucky outlook. And then also the fear of actually, I don't really want to, I don't want to sit somewhere and some doctor tell me, rude boy, another happened yeah, for you. Like yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not here to have that conversation. And so you would be on this baby on bump website and it would be like, well, we have to do it. Like, that's the thing that like, 
when when sex became like oh, regimented yeah like that was horrible like <laughs> no like know. that was horrible it was just like oh yeah i'm i don't know what all of the i can't remember all the terminology but like it was just like i'm, I'm ovulating so that's it my mind went black my <laughs> mind went black so it's like i'm ovulating da, 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 so we've got this window and i'm like we didn't really have we well, i'd say we didn't really we don't really have that many times where it's like where we've been fighting or anything like that but it could be a week where I'm like, I'm actually just not really feeling you this week. Yeah. And then you're telling me like, we have to have sex this week. Yeah. And it's like. I know, I know. And I know like in my right mind, because I do think for those three years, I probably went a bit mad. I don't think it's a part of my personality, the road that we went down. Because I'm, I don't know. Or no, it, is, like it, is, it is a little bit. <laughs> <Am it is. laughs> no, so, so. When you decide that you're, and and to be honest, it's 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 a trait that I I admire and wish that I had more of. But when you decide you're gonna do something, yeah, this it's done. So even if you um, apply that to the business and like setting yourself goals and targets, it's just like it's it's done. Um, and I definitely need more of that. Um, but I think in this setting where it's like, well, this is not a business. Yeah, this is our lives and and whatnot. Have you? It just felt so, like I've always had a problem with um, working within like a corporate environment, and you know you get set uh, targets yes. and da 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 da. And I'm like, but what about the people, y'all? And and that's kind yeah. of what it felt like. So it's just like, yeah, we have to have sex on this day. But it's like, what about how I'm feeling about the yeah. situation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't really have anything other than yeah there was a, a, a schedule yeah no I'm, and I I, I I see it now that it was definitely quite loony how it would go but I think you know sometimes you have to go through the <laughs> the Myers to get to the other side that's how I saw it it was like it we had to go through this process we did and as much as I remember having a conversation with one of my friends and and it again it was so general surface like yeah no me and Russell uh, are trying I may have tried to open up a little bit in terms of how um distressing it all was and and the response was and it's a cliche but you know or in the TC God's time is the best time it wasn't even that it was just you just got to relax yeah well that's what I was saying to you this is yeah. this is my moment of like my, I don't do it very often. It's a process though, and we, we I get talk, it. I get it. We would talk about it in the forums that it's the it's the most unhelpful piece of advice yeah. you get is you just have to relax because nothing in the journey is relaxing. It's every unhelpful. single part, but it is the truth. truth. It is but the there's truth. a way that you say it, and I know now for so how do you the say few it? people that I have found kind of especially on facebook or i can you know you can just tell there's a little i can spot the signs mm -hmm. of a little bit of angst with somebody and I, I'll, I'll just inbox them and yeah just give them a little bit of our journey just you're gonna go through it and the relaxing part comes in the surrender mm -hmm. and the surrender happens when you have probably exhausted all avenues which is what happened exactly so where were we because we've we've gone off off track against well uh, so we we decided that we were gonna 
have yeah. a baby. Mm-hmm. Three months in, we realise actually this is not that easy. Yes. And so what I want to talk about next is like, because there was before trying for IVF, there was, was it IC, ICI or? Uh, no, what did we go through? So, yeah, where do we start from? No, it was all the testing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So to be honest with you, my mind is, my mind has blanked all of that out. <laughs> all of the distressing yeah, yeah, testing. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that was, that was a kerfuffle in itself. But, um. Yeah, every, everybody has to go through that mm. period. Once mm. it takes a while, is going through the testing. So testing your ovulation, testing sperm, and all of the trickles that yeah. <laughs> come along with that and the waiting. So it was like, off the out the back of all of that testing, then essentially then coming back to us and saying, uh, Mr. Evans, your sperm isn't swimming fast enough. And then saying, uh, Mrs. Evans, you don't have a lot of eggs. Yeah. And then what else? There was, no, there was something it was, else. It was, I had cervical stenosis from having um, abnormal cells on my cervix. Yeah. So that had to be cleared away. And in that process, I had a stiffening. <sighs> so my cervix didn't open up wide enough for your sperm to enter. enter. And your sperm weren't fast enough and not enough of them to enter. So, see, that's that's the other thing that I think... Yeah, it's all coming back now. So even I remember as part of that process when you had to have the operation. Yeah. And I didn't say anything to anybody about you having the operation until you went in to have the operation. And I remember I got it in the neck from my mum. Oh, really? I got it in the neck. Why? Because she was just like... You're you're living there with somebody else's daughter, and it would have been nice for me to know. Like it's it's not a small thing. She's going in for an operation, and which op? My original one, two thousand. Honestly, I can't remember. I can't remember which op it was, but I just remember because I because I never said anything just out of fear, like and also out of still trying to process that this is all happening to us sort of thing and and they know what I'm like anyway and you, you know what I'm like anyway and so yeah but yeah she was just upset like it was just like if something had happened and you okay. haven't said anything yeah yeah um but yeah no sorry that just that just kind of popped into because yeah so in order to kind of correct our <laughs> <laughs> our problems which were so lucky that they were yeah. even correctable. But even in that state, it was still a bit like, mm, we yeah, can try these things. It, yeah. We can try these things and maybe um, it will work. So then I had to wait. That was distressing as well for the operation to open up my cervix mm-hmm. and remove the tissue and then also have a lap and die to check that my tubes were okay. Yeah. And you know, everything was working that way around as well, that the egg was able to even travel. So, And they had, what was it? It was like a year that they had put me down for first yeah. off. And then I went through another method. So See, I absolutely again, this could is, not wait a year. This Again, but this is, this kind of epitomizes your mindset at the time. So we can look back and laugh and say, you went a bit crazy, but then also it's just that, that steely determination. So it was like when somebody turned around to you and said, well, you have to wait a year for this. Then it's the thing of like, well, I'm not accepting that. Yeah. I'm going to have it quicker. Yeah. And then that's when you went, found all of that 
choose and book system and then yeah. we, we went to some private hospital in um in Blackheath. Oh yeah. And and, yeah. and 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 all of that was quote unquote your madness, but no. Like it was just like Yeah, the drive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that was a process. But we I had a great surgeon mm. who sorted everything out. Um yeah, tubes were fine. Did the cervical dilation, that all went fine and and in leaving there was like well all being well you would probably be pregnant in like three months after this like that's like you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of most fertile but within all of that I had also gone crazy on vitamins and I know I was oh crazy my gosh. now and the, yeah. I spent so much money on and vitamins the, the Chinese herbal remedy yeah. the teas that tea stunk man teas acupuncture but I did, I, I put you through it on yeah. the medicines because you was on absolutely everything, everything. to build up sperm. Yeah. Any, like I, I <laughs> any felt, remedy I could find. Well, I had one of those, um, you know, those pill things that you put in for every day and what not have you. That old people have. Only, I was going to say the only other person that I know that has that is my grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. And yeah, I had one of those every yeah. day opening it up. And, and, and again, I, you know, it was brilliant research that I learned so yeah. much about the body in that time that I had no clue about from charting my cycle to actually what is needed for sperm, just everything, like what we need in our body to actually be, to to be effective reproductive machines. Mm-hmm. I learned all of that through this process, which I had no clue about. And I don't think most people do know. You just think it's yeah. quite simple as having sex and you know yeah and there's even been people that other guys there's been a handful of guys that i spoke to and and realized that they were going through the same thing and there was one guy in particular his missus was going through a very similar thing yeah and i was like can i put you guys in in touch yeah um yeah because it was just like your knowledge on it was just like it was a lot it was a lot so where did we get to so where are we now so we was going through the testing. We was waiting the three months um, after I had the op. And that was, that's when we started going for the IVF prep. Mm-hmm. Which at the time, yeah, that that that's just emotional in itself. Because it was a bit like, okay, this is our route. Yeah. This is how we're going to I have a child. I, and I know this is, I don't care, I'm going to say it anyway, like, it's not PC or whatever, but at that time, I felt like, well, I failed. If, yeah. if we're doing IVF, I failed. And, and I know, you know, I know now looking, that's obviously not the right, but in terms of the, the person that I was at that time and the, the messages that you've been fed for however many years of your life, that's like, IVF isn't sexy to anybody. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to be like, oh, let's get me some IVF. Like, yeah. it's not, you know what I mean? So I remember being in the hospital thinking, has it come to this? Oh, seriously. Oh, oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, really? Like, really? And then, you know, like having to be in the room to give the sample. No, obviously I'm, I'm jumbling stuff now because actually being in the room for the sample was when we went to do the IC, the, the first one before the IVF. Oh, yeah, when we was yeah. getting checked out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because throughout 
all of the waiting, mm-hmm. then I stumbled upon, it was probably in one of the threads, somebody mm-hmm. talking about doing egg donation. And if mm-hmm. you, if your eggs were viable and you had enough of them, you could get on a program and you could donate some of your eggs and get free IVF. Yeah. So, uh, because again, there was always the waiting for mm-hmm. the NHS route. So we went to that clinic and that's, that was when I found out that I had a low egg supply. Yeah. So yeah, no, cause I've, I've jumped the gun then. That was, yeah. that was later on down the line. Yeah. And that, that, yes, that was when getting the results back from that. And that's the one that I had blocked out. Yeah. Like, well, I, I, I just think I had like just erased that whole scenario from my mind. I had totally forgotten. When, so going back to the guy that I was talking about. Yeah. So our mutual friend had done the same thing. And so it wasn't until he was explaining this is what they they went through. Then I'm standing there thinking, oh, wow. Like, we did the same thing. Yeah. Like, we, and, and again, like you, but I, the, when I think back about that time, the thing that I remember the most, so this is when we was at, in the flat embarking and we were getting ready to, to go out somewhere for the day. And we've left the flat, gone downstairs and then, you check the post box before you leave. And there was the letter yeah. from, from the people there. And I think I had come down. Yeah, I, more than likely I, I was, I've left the flat before you because you were taking long. <laughs> and I've seen the letter and I've seen it's from these people. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we've, I've come back upstairs yeah. and I'm like, yo, it's, it's the letter. And that throughout the whole period was the most like you watching you open that letter read that letter and then just break down and cry was like the lowest i've ever felt and the most helpless i've ever felt and i remember us sitting on the floor in the bathroom like just just crying man just crying and tears and 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 again because that felt so final um when they when she was saying the things about about the eggs and, and whatnot have you, like low eggs and this, that and the other. And it's just like, cause at that point you're like, so this really is not gonna happen then, yeah? Did we have to go in? Did we go back to the clinic? I don't think we went back. We only went there once. Okay. I feel like I had a talk with the lady, so maybe I called maybe her. Maybe you called her. So you, that's yeah. something that you would have done without telling me. <laughs> I probably tried to be like, how low is low? <laughs> and when you say low, you know, yeah, and so that that was like, that was devastating to be honest yeah. with you. Like that was really, that was really. You know what it was? Yeah, that's why I called. So getting the letter was a blow, and I put it in the forum, and then somebody else. This damn forum. <laughs> somebody else said like, call up, and actually find like get an explanation, because at that time I think I was like thirty one. Mm-hmm. and she yeah the person just broke down to me actually what a low egg count at 31 generally means is maybe your onset of menopause is going to happen a little bit before other people but you have enough eggs for your own IVF it doesn't actually mean that you wouldn't be viable for doing IVF for yourself it's just you need an abundance of eggs to do it in this egg donation and I was like oh Okay, so it did actually make me feel better. So that's why I just called right, up okay. to find out. 
And that was exactly what the woman had said. So that's where I was like, okay, we can, I can roll with this IVF thing. If that's what God has in his plans for us, bring on IVF and let's go down that route. Mm -hmm. I was a bit more like, there's another avenue mm-hmm. other than adoption. <laughs> yeah. So at that point I was like, okay, so it's adoption. Yeah. Oh, and then do you remember when you had that? I, don't, I think they call it a phantom pregnancy or something like that, but like, yes, oh, that was another God. point where, <laughs> so when, when I remember coming into the flat and you were in the bedroom and you're like, yeah, so my period hasn't come and it's been da 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 and what have you. Yeah. And I just got this feeling inside me, like, that's the one. Like, that's the <laughs> one. And I remember going out um, later on that day, and it wasn't even that hot. But so I, when I, I used to have like this Saab convertible, and I didn't really need much reason to drop God. the roof. But I dropped the roof, and I was cruising, thinking, you're going to be a dad. The way I had, th- there's just so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, don't, I can't remember what that was, but then however many days it was, later it was quite, it was quite a common one as well um that a lot of people trying would get and it's like your body yeah they, they, that's why they call it a false pregnancy phantom pregnancy it's like your body mm. kind of does release a bit of hormones like you are because mm. you kind of mentally convinced yourself mm-hmm. that you are this month because mm-hmm. every month would be the twinges I don't even think I'd ever really gone through the cycle with you, how it kind of plays out body-wise, because mm-hmm. you're, cause you read so much about a, 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 what we would call a, a BFP, a big fat positive. Oh yeah, yeah. So you'd hear when somebody would have when somebody would have a big fat positive, and they would chart their cycle. Yeah. And so you would start off, and you're feeling really positive, like this is a month, this is a month. You've hit all of the the baby making days on your charts. And then after you've ovulated in what we would call the two week wait before you would take your test. Mm-hmm. um, Yeah, it's like your body goes through kind of changes. Like you'll have like kind of little cramps. Yeah. You'll feel bubbling going mm-hmm. on. And while you're trying, you get all of that mm-hmm. as well. And then you get let down by having yeah. a period. So once you kind of go past your two weeks and your period hasn't come and then I would go through the testing frenzy, sometimes your body can produce a little bit of the hormone and you'll get a kind of faint line, line yeah. which was what I was getting yeah. until the three days later and the period, period came. came. Yeah. And then that was like, again, another blow. Every, every month I cried there. Yeah. It was, oh man. That was just a cry in front of you. Yeah. But yeah. But then... And going back to like the start of the conversation when you were saying the thing about relaxing. And so then eventually when we went for that first IVF. Um, the prep. The prep. Mm. And again, I remember. remember yeah, you know the thing that I was real. just like, I was just like, <laughs> you know what I'm not here for? It's stabbing you in the stomach with a needle. Like I'm just not yeah. here for that. Yeah. Like, and yeah. so, and, and again, if I'm being totally honest, I was like, I might not, that might not be in the thought process at the time, but looking back, I was just like, I'm just not mature enough for this. Like, I'm just not mature enough for this. And um, you seem so, especially at that point, like we went through our sticky situations throughout it. I think mm-hmm. it was probably like two years in and you was like 
I am absolutely over it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And I remember even, I still think that month I was still a bit, <laughs> I think I tried to work around. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. as close to ovulation as possible yeah. but I wasn't so look it's today da, yeah. da, da. I did try and back off a little bit but I, I swear that only lasted a month mm-hmm. before I was back back on back yeah, on yeah. Like, but um, yeah that IVF prep day I was way more like okay because we all got tested again mm-hmm. and if anything this is gonna work because numbers had dramatically, like yes, remember yeah, it. Had, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, we'd done, we'd done magic. It was, it was <clears throat> above average now. So I guess, I guess, I mean, as a, a little bit of a takeaway for people who may be listening, who may be in a in a similar situation, in terms of food, diet, vitamins. All of that makes a massive difference because it really, I wish we had the numbers to actually compare I it. I can't remember what your original was, but yeah, I can't remember what your original. Man, man, man done the thing, you know. But definitely after that whole raging that yeah. I know you hated, but you stomached yeah. it. It had gone to over a hundred yeah. million. It was, it, it was a, it was it a was substantial Serious leap. numbers yeah. now. And it was like, okay, so. I'm unstoppable. Then they're going to pick the best sperms ever yeah. because they have like a, they're going to get a great sample. Mm. So it's like, that's a factor. My eggs had always tested good um, through ovulation. So I was like, well, as long as I can, I'm, uh, you know, produce maybe three eggs, I think was what I was predicted, maybe three or four if I'm lucky. Out of that, come on, two of them need to fertilize yeah. and so we have two embryos. Yeah. That, that was all I was really hoping for at that stage. I was like, I think we get three goes if we pray well and I carry on with my mm. acupuncture and I stay on my royal we jelly. We used to pray a lot during that yeah. period. We should pray more to be fair, but we used to pray that, a lot during yeah. that period. Um, Spiritually and everything, I yeah. think by the time we got to, okay, we're going to do IVF, we was in a really good place. Yeah. And was probably just resigned to. This is, this this is, is our path. This, <laughs> this is, is where path. we're But again, that's the, heading. so that's going, Going back to what I was going to say was that's the irony of the situation mm. and the irony of what you was explaining at the beginning. So it's like, finally, when you're like, okay, so it's IVF. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. This is how it's going to happen. And then, and then after that, sex no longer becomes a thing. Well, it's a thing, but it's not a, it's not yeah. a process. Yeah. Sex becomes sex. Yeah. And then it's no longer something that you're doing to get something. And so, as I said very early on in when we started this and I was like, why don't we just relax, babe? And you know, da, 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 da. <laughs> she, just yeah, cut, yeah. she just cut me a look. Because you, you know what it's like. Um, I know, I know. I'm I'm being I'm being a little facetious. It's, it's it's the I always I always think of this journey being the like loosely similar to the alchemist. Mm-hmm. And the journey that the the um the guy goes on so you know he's gone through the desert searching for this gold going find trying to find his treasure finds a woman he ends up back at the tree that he started Mm -hmm. and there's the treasure yeah and it's like that was you kind of we had to go go through the journey yeah all of this well i feel that like maturity wise empathy learning patience really being able to understand 
other women just having more concern as well when you're just you know you can just spot something isn't really right and just really like delving in because i would have loved yeah that for me i had to i had to go through no i I, Where, where would i have learned all of that i think definitely in terms of going through that i feel like for us as I said uh, at the beginning, that this was like probably one of the things that really defined our yeah. relationship. So again, it's like that journey, although we, you know, came back to the beginning, but we had to go on that journey to discover, Yeah. oh, yeah. I, you know, I know this about her and I know the that contrast. about her. Yeah. We had to go yeah. through the hardship and the yeah. contrast to actually it, really be like, and to truly appreciate what we had, had. as a couple. Yeah. Because it could have broken us yeah. very easily. Yeah, no, no, no. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So even going back to what you were saying about having empathy for women and and just the other thing that we haven't really touched upon is is that the external pressure that you get as a couple. Oh yeah. Like after a while, I mean, I, all of that time as well. It was, it was yeah. relentless, and that's kind of that's <laughs> uh, you know, and people will, will you know if you think about people listening, they'll clock that there was a certain kind of time where we stopped kind of going to family functions because it was just like, it's a bit But much. you would still kind of go. I would still kind I, of go. Um, yeah, I definitely did. Because it was just like, I remember. Withdraw. Yeah. It was just self-preservation. Yeah. Sometimes you'd be like, no, come. And I'd be like, honestly, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. it was just getting to Come the, on, when are you going to? Do, do, do. And, and they're coming directly to me. Yeah. And it is like, you really don't want me to sit down and be like, well, actually, I've just <laughs> had a lap and die. I have plasters on my stomach at the moment where they've been checking if my tubes are, yeah. are you know, yeah. are open. Like just. But again, you know, the whole thing with that is that when Akai was finally born, I remember going to a party, the three of us. So now you have to have a girl. Yeah. And that really rung in my ears because obviously they don't know, but it's like when I then think about, do you know the journey? Just mind your business. That we've been on to get here, for this man to be here, this little guy to be here. (laughs) And then all you can say to me is that we need to have a girl. (laughs) Like, and then I realized it will never stop because uh, when Akaija came along, it was still like, you need a girl. And then even if we, even if there was a girl, like uh, for number oh, it three it can't just be her it can't you just need, be three you yeah. need four and so all of that I say all of that to say this is that there's gonna be so much external pressure from and if your if your families are anything like ours that's kind of there's gonna be so much external pressure and you just have to switch off because nobody nobody even remotely understands that what what you're dealing with yeah, yeah. unless unless they've one. unless they've been for it but then it's, you know, even when you're in it, who do you, that I, I didn't tell anybody to know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what I've gone through the same thing. I was not talking to anybody around me, really. I think I, I had one conversation properly and it probably only lasted 10 minutes with Leone. I wish that I was brave enough at the time to have those conversations. And I wish that like people listening to this are brave enough to have the conversations whilst you're in it because that can do so much for your mental health yeah like yeah because it doesn't have to be something that you're 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 hiding because of and and, and i I guess really i'm talking to to the men mostly do you think that 
like black people are they keep it to themselves more I don't know because then other I can't really I can't I don't really have anything to compare it against um I'm just thinking of even so it, within the forums there actually what it was more um African Americans though but there was like an African American section specifically mm-hmm. um where yeah there was lots of women there um and I dipped in there from time to time but the issue range was really mainly around fibroids um yeah. Well, that that was a, mm. that. So a lot of the women had that in common with each other, and um, polycystic ovaries. Yeah. So that was a, a another. I I couldn't. I just didn't feel so much of a connection. But I did with some people who had been trying for a while. So mm-hmm. long term, trying to conceive us. <laughs> TTCs. Yeah, I w- I was in there with with them, and there was a few black women in there. Um. And again, I'm still friends with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And two, they never had kids. But yeah, they've, they've gone into their late 40s now. So yeah. maybe they'll do adoption. It was harrowing at the time, seeing loads of different women's perspectives. And it kept me going because we had hope. And a lot of people had exhausted all of the avenues yeah. that we were going on. So yeah, they kind of become your cheerleaders. They're mm. like, oh, what's the next thing? So that spurs you on as well. It's like, what's the next treatment? Then I'll try and find one. <laughs> what else could we do? Yeah. What What have you got your husband on now? And it's like, okay, so now I've added in, um, I gave you so much, H- horny goat's weed. Yep. You had everything. Mecca. Spirulina, like... Mecca, vitamin B, vitamin B12. Um, oh the, my gosh, the... remember I found that man. I feel like he was the saviour. What man? I found a man in another forum who I, all I had to do was put in your numbers and he gave me a list of stuff that you needed to improve it. Yeah. He yeah. was the one. Yeah. Because he he said the dosages were wrong and that's when you needed the whole tablet thing because mm-hmm. he upped everything. And vitamin D was a big component. Yeah. Magnesium, just yeah, he was a wealth. I I did actually. I sent him a picture. Oh really? Of a of a car, yeah. Just like yeah. it, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So we, know, we, but we have we've jumped a lot because we got to the IVF prep. Yeah. Um. We was we was on the way to. We so we had had our IVF prep. Mm-hmm. We had our date set to mm-hmm. collect the medicine mm-hmm. to start off the the first IVF cycle, and that last month we got pregnant. Yeah, just just like that, just like that. Just before, yeah. I remember because I I came. You you had the envelope in the house to yes. surprise me, and I came home early, and you weren't there. And that was that was a that was a crazy month anyway, because we were so close to doing IVF, yeah. and then my godson was born. And there's always a rush of emotions when a new baby comes along. Yeah. But I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. He was like the first new baby. It was just kind of like, ah, oh, I've got a new godson. Yeah. And there no. wasn't any of the the angst. It was that like the was, next yeah. week. When you was... That, that yeah. I was pregnant. Yeah. And I had the bubbling. 
And I was like, it could be phantom. Yeah. I mean, I've always, I always had pregnancy kids. Mm. <laughs> so they were, they were in the house, like loads of them. But I had the bubbling and just felt something like, I don't know, this feels different. different. This, this feels more real. Yeah. But I was ready for a negative yeah. for the first time. Positive. Yeah. yeah. And I absolutely did not stop testing. I remember I had um, come home and I was dying for a pee. <laughs> and I've rushed in. Actually, to, to be fair, it could have been a number two. Doesn't matter. Um, so I've rushed into the toilet and then I just see this this envelope on the side and this massive smile is on my face. But at the same time, I'm thinking, it's mad because it's like I've just got this stupid grin on my face. But I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm looking at the envelope for ages. And then I open the envelope. The thing's inside. And I think there was a little note as well. Like, we're having a baby. Yeah. We're, no, we're pregnant. We're pregnant. We're pregnant. And then, yeah, man was pretending that I was the an ex-member of Boy Blue Entertainment dancing around the flat. <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah. Very was, surreal. Like That just, was so weird. Um, I think I'd gone to see Jess. Yeah. I was actually at a reading for, for Bontree's, um, one of Bontree's books. I was in, I was on the South Bank. And I came oh, really? Back, yeah. yeah, I don't think I told her then. I do, I mean, I'm sure I told Jess very early, but I don't think I told her then because that was like, yeah, I don't even think I had completed the two week wait anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, being, being there and kind of having that, Secret was a weird one. Mm-hmm. Didn't you almost, that's the day that you almost had a car crash. When you was coming down to pick me up. <gasps> that was the same day. I had a car crash, but yeah. the, the guy. Oh, man. Yeah. I know it's random, isn't it? But the, the, I totally that whole it. day kind of stays in my head. Like, So I getting... had this, I was going to pick her up and it was around Finchley. Yeah. And coming up to a junction and it's it's my right away so the guy coming from the left has to stop but he hasn't stopped and he's just come and it was so close that I didn't do anything because I was just like there's actually nothing that I can do just got to. so all I did was close my eyes and brace myself and then I heard a little pink <laughs> and then I opened my eyes like hearing the other cars skidding and everything like that and then I got out of the car and literally there's a a, a kind of scuff mark yeah. on my bumper. So this is how close it was. So he's touched me, but it's literally a scuff mark. And he's got out and he's all... And on another day, it would have been curtains for him. But he... Because I just looked... I looked at the car. I looked at him and I goes, mate, it's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Jumped in the car and off oh. I went. Cause Good. yeah, cause yeah, cause it was yeah, mad. That was a big, yeah, definitely. I I don't even know if happy is the word. It it was something else, just a next level relief and joy, and absolute gratitude. Before I had even heard that word yeah. of gratitude, but that was the feeling. It's just like. Oh, and then I remember, <laughs> I just couldn't stop seeing a positive. Like it was like an addiction. <laughs> I don't even know yes, yes. how many pregnancy was... tests 
I took for yeah. a. I mean, I, I, but you did the same for a Kaija. Yeah, because it was the same yeah. thing. It's like look, look how hard it was. But but let's <laughs> so let's force fast forward now. So we had a Kai. A Kai was two months premature. That's another podcast in it, yeah. on its own. That was <laughs> hasn't been easy for us guys. <laughs> Oh man, that was yeah. I think I think we have to do that one. We have to do the Akai's Akai's birth story. So anyway, so we had Akai. Akai was two months pregnant, two months premature. Sorry, and um, but you know, all good. Blah blah blah. And then we moved into this house, and we were just kind of like, oh, you know, life is cool. But then also at that point, we had, I guess, decided slash come to terms with the fact that we were just that couple that doesn't conceive easily yeah it may uh, take a while and it may take a while so even despite it, it coming naturally in the end it was just like well maybe it's a a process that we have to go through um and so also then what that then spawned was a lot of activity yeah just kind of hey you know what well, you know and um shout out to damien and jack yeah this is <laughs> this is like so we went out in uh, Shoreditch for like an old school garage night. Um, <laughs> Matt Jam Lamont, I believe it was. Yeah. And then on the way home, we're sitting in McDonald's in Bow, having a chat. And then we end up having the, the to be, to be fair, I won't, I won't say you, because I don't do this, but you did the thing to them that you don't like people doing to you, is asking about babies. I was genuinely asking mm-hmm. for... In terms of age-wise, we're the same age. Uh, yeah. And I was gauging if they were going through the same thing that okay. we had gone through. Right. That's why I was asking. Okay. But when they were just flat out, just not ready yet, yeah. it was kind of mm-hmm. like, okay. Cool. Fair Within enough. not being ready yet, though, just responsibly, because I wish somebody had pointed that out to me before yeah. wanting a child. Right. Because it takes it into another dimension when you actually are like I'm ready now yeah. and it's and it's harder was just get yourself tested so doing yeah. So yeah, doing just, all of that before it's a thing of yeah, yeah. because now where you're like oh, mm-hmm. it'll be easier to yeah. deal with yeah, so totally. it's like just yeah yeah so that anyway so we had that convo with them we came home Akai was with his his grandmother house was free Akaija yes. was conceived <laughs> And it was, yeah. And I, I remember again, I'd been to see one of my cousins. I was driving back with Akai and then Nana called me and she was like, are you on your way home yet? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, can you pass Tesco's for me? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what do you need? And she's like, can you pick up a pregnancy test? I pulled over the car. <laughs> just like, <laughs> what did you say? And she was like, and she's just laughing down the phone. She's like, can you pick up a pregnancy test, please? And I was like, I don't understand. And she was like, yeah, like, and I think you had done one, but you wanted to, you had like the small I strip had the, one. I had the, the lame strip, yeah. yeah, just to to be properly sure, like, is this, because that was, what was Akai? He was like eight months old or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just out of the blue, first night of, just a, <laughs> a random <laughs> one. It's like, <laughs> it's like from three yeah. years trying to okay, I think I'm like ready to, let's just explore mm-hmm. getting ready for number two. It may take us two years. So that'll be a cool gap, two, three years between mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And then boof. And then look. 
pregnant straight away from yeah it, it and again even though it was like <gasps> how are we gonna cope yeah what are we gonna do money da, 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 but it was just so thankful like we didn't have to go through that journey but again. i think i think that's always been and i think it always will be the the lifelong lesson that those kids will always give me is 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 about gratitude so it's like all of those things so even when you first realize that you're gonna have a baby and you're like oh, i have I'm a baby an, uh, yeah and, <laughs> but no because it's like you, uh, oh, I was speaking to another guy about this the other day can't remember who but like just the whole thing of like you think like ah, oh, i gotta get my money right da, 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 this mm. that and the other and you, you you go on that kind of train of thought and it's just like the the journey that we went through to get them here actually i'm just glad you're here mm-hmm. you know um yeah and they're brilliant kids they are indeed they so are we indeed. have our our two boys that mm-hmm. are 16 months apart yep and my mum is forever going on about a third and fourth because you know she Am- was... ambushed man at, on Christmas Day, you know. Christmas oh, yeah, Day, yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're her fave, and you still got it. Yeah, yeah. She but usually... but that's but because the thing is, I I don't say anything. I just like, yeah, okay, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, auntie. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. so that's that's the story. Yes. Yeah. So that is our fertility story. Our and, fertility journey. Yeah. But yeah, I know. I think it was just something like, in terms of the this podcast, something that I felt. I think we've been wanting to share the story for ages. I think. Yeah, I've only, it's been in what capacity do you actually like tell people this? Because yeah. I, I I don't know. I guess once they got a bit older, I was definitely more comfortable. Mm-hmm. in talking about it and though i have had tears mm-hmm. it's not as no yeah I've, raw I've, within yeah. the first kind of few and it was it's it's been ages because yeah. it can still even when i read somebody's story mm. I, I can just cry yeah. but yeah cool we made it we made it we're here hopefully we'll get them on a podcast although akai wasn't too too keen he, he i think judge will be on be on one Yes, but, we'll, um, we'll see. We'll but see. if anybody is going through similar, wants to reach out to us, have a chat, mm-hmm. I should really write down the winning sperm formula. Find it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, find it. Yeah, you know, I don't even know if I've ever told you this. I have a diary. Oh, I did not know that. I have an online diary and I can't read it. Wow. It's just too much. <laughs> wow. But one day... I'm feeling like maybe when I'm about 50, 60, so in 20 years time, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll release that in a book. There you go. Yeah. And exclusive there. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I'll, I'll trying to conceive yeah. my memoirs because it's probably be very different to yours. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I... I was a, it sounds bad, but I was a passenger on the journey. It wasn't like I wasn't, it wasn't like I was an unwilling passenger, but I was, at some points I was, at some points I was, at some points, yeah. totally unwilling. Yeah. Um, but that's only when <laughs> I felt like it got, than some. yeah, I, that's only when I felt like it got intense, it just, or at least intense for me, or yeah, for yeah. what I could handle at the time. But anyway, we're here now. 
we yeah. have our two boys. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah. Um, please subscribe to this podcast on all the mediums. Uh, so we're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Podcast. But yeah, please um, subscribe and follow the podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram, the um, Forever's Sake underscore. Um, what else? And our hashtags as well. Yeah. The, the, this, what would we do this? So like a this, monthly feature? Just us? Just us. So basically, the hashtag for the podcast is hashtag FESPOD, F-E-S-P-O-D. Right. Yeah, okay. but this specifically, when it's just us two, there's an extra hashtag, hashtag, hashtag even, which is just hashtag just us, hashtag just us, yeah. and yeah, we'll probably do this once a month and yeah. share some aspect. It's good therapy, our, to be honest with you, babe. Our life and yeah. what we've been through. Yeah, definitely, because we've never sat down and actually gone over what we went through. Yeah because you just keep on living and then the babies came and everything else but yeah no it's been it's been good and I haven't other than when I tried to read my diary and probably got a month in and was like no <laughs> not doing no this. no not ready yeah. yet so yeah fair enough we will we will see how it goes but thank you guys mm-hmm. and until next time Chabella. bella